Oh, boy. Put your pussy lips on live, I'll give you a thousand dollars. Microphone check, one, two, one, two, if you don't know this podcast. <sighs> it's cool. Ladies and gentlemen, Caitlin and Bruce, I am your host, Dontavious Rowe. Welcome to the Judgment Podcast. To my left is Vincent. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just him today. So, I'm sorry if this episode is not going to be as ignorant as you think. At least it's coming from me. Okay. Now, could you pass me my phone? Or is that? Thank you, I appreciate it. So, I'm doing this podcast with a heavy heart. Let me tell y'all about somebody real quick. For those of you who are with us on this journey, and for those of you who know me personally, know I take my friendships very seriously. I treat the people I call my brothers very seriously. If they have a problem, it becomes my problem. If they don't like somebody, I don't like them. If someone portrays their trust, they portray my trust. So on and so forth. And um, Thursday, well, let me start the week off by saying, Monday, I was celebrating my mother's birthday. Great day. Tuesday, got her a gift. Wednesday, normal day. Did my normal lazy shit. Got some bad news early in the day, but I really didn't care about that because I can fix that. Talked to my homeboy. And then Thursday rolls around. Around... Four or five in the afternoon, one of my best friends um, passed away. He was only 33. He wasn't just an ordinary friend. He's a brother to us all. He was a family man. Like, I didn't meet his friends. I met his family. I didn't inherit a friendship with this person. I inherited his family. So, to his mother, I love you. To his father, I love you. I came to say I'm sorry for your loss. I don't know how to say it. Because I'm still hurting from this. This This shit has taken a toll on me. And, um, like I said, he's a friend to us all. Friend to me. He's my brother. Friend to Vince. Not anybody can say they had a bad memory with this man. And if you don't know this man's name, I'm going to tell you his name. And you will remember his name. Because that's the type of impact he had on people. His name is Michael Jamal Tops. Now, y'all looking at me like this nigga ain't famous. We don't give a fuck. He was famous to us. He meant something to us. Me and Vince, he meant something to us. Especially me. 
he saved my life a couple of occasions. I owe my life to this man. This is my brother we're talking about. So, Ricky couldn't be here because I know Ricky has some words for him. Macho's not here. But what's important is that um, eventually Ricky's going to be here and Ricky's going to talk about it. And uh, I just wanted to spend this time out to let y'all know the importance of friendship and why you should give people their flowers while they're still here. Let me cut my uh, phone off. The importance of friendship and giving people their flowers while they're still here. The reason why I was able to be at peace with my brother's death was because I was able to tell him I love him and thank you for saving my life. I'm glad I got that moment. Nobody got a better moment than Ricky. But that's for Ricky to speak on. But I wanted to take the time out to like let y'all know, the people know, that this is a man I appreciate. This is a man I respect. Real. I love you. Your sister, I love you. Cody, I love you. Miss Jenkins, I love you. TT, I love you. I love everybody. I'm not going to say everybody's names. I want to, but like I say, I want to protect people's anonymity. And um, I just want y'all to know from the bottom of my heart, I love you with everything that's in me. I, I love y'all. You too, Vince. Same. I love y'all. And I'm going to spend the rest of my life giving people their flowers. Because in the event that I get called to a higher power, you know how I felt. I don't want people to have any regrets with me. They're going to know how I felt. Whether I love you or whether I didn't love you. And uh, I'm trying not to start off sad. But it happened this week. We're literally two days removed from his passing. It's still fresh. And uh, the family, I love their fa- I love his family. I'm glad. I, I'm happy the day that I inherited that family. Because it made me appreciate my family more. The, the togetherness they had. Of course, every family is dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. What is a family without dysfunction? Please tell me when I'm on it. What is a family without dysfunction? What is a family without the headaches? But one thing your family know how to do is have a good time and keep a smile on your face because they know you. They know what you like. They know what you dislike. They know all your embarrassing stories as a kid. They know this. Some of your family members probably changed the diapers. 
you probably grew up with cousins that you look up as brothers and then find out later they were your cousin because you looked at them as a brother. You never know. So, that's who Mike was to me. That's who Mike was to his family. And the, the love that he got on the day that he passed was the love he got from everybody every day. Mike wasn't the type of person where you'd be around him and you're sad. Every time I was around him, it was laughter, jokes. He's the first person I know that said sphincter control. Hmm. He's the only person I knew that used that word. So, yeah, I, I love you, Mike. R.I.P. I mean, I hope to see you on the other side. And uh, when I get there, you owe me a beer. That's all I want to say. you have any words? Well, I, I didn't know him nearly as well as you did. Mm-hmm. You actually hung out with him for a much longer period of time than I did. Um, every time that we did hang out, though, he was like, I, I, had, I have nothing bad to say about him. Zero. Like, he was an awesome person, an awesome human being. So, when I found out that, you know, he passed, it, man, it just, just kind of bothered me. You know what? It was a few people that reacted. That uh, their reactions. That's the first time I've really seen emotion from them. One person in particular. I'm not going to say his name. But you should be aware of who I'm talking about. His reaction caused a few tears down my face. And my homeboy Joe. His reaction made me cry a little bit. Because, like I said, whether you know Mike for five days or five years, he's impacted you in a positive way because he wasn't a negative dude. He had a natural smile on his face. You know what I would give to hear his loud-ass car again? So, like I said, people, my podcast is based on my family. I don't do this podcast with a bunch of niggas I know. This ain't that. This is a family conversation amongst family. This this is my family right here. It's just him today. But every, every other day or every other weekend, every weekend when we do this shit, it's my family. Macho is my family. Ricky is my family. Vince is my family. So, we're not just a bunch of dudes talking shit. <laughs> we're just having a recorded family conversation. At least the parts that we want to record. Because trust me, when this camera goes off, the conversation either gets much worse or much more deep. Either or. Because I can sit with this man and talk to him all day. 
I, I, I can literally sit with this man all day and talk to him. He's helped me a lot with my my mental anxiety, with some of the pain that I've been dealing with. <coughs> He's helped me better with my emotions. Like, I want to give this man his flowers while he's here. He's helped me a lot. I tell him down there almost every time I see him, you've helped me. Even when not, it's been a while since I did exercises with him, I find myself doing them off the strength that this man right here has helped me. So, I, this is what I'm going to spend the rest of my life doing. Acknowledging people for the help they've given me. And it's always going to be from the heart. It will always be that way. Because it's my family. And I take my family seriously. Even when a nigga turn their back on me. I got an older brother I don't talk to to this day. I don't even say his name. He did some foul shit to me. And even though I don't say his name, I still acknowledge him as my brother. And I have a huge disdain in my heart for him. I said, the next time I speak your name is at your eulogy. I refuse to say his name. I haven't spoke that man's name in four years. Man. I haven't spoke his name in four years. I don't know. You're not worth talking about you are my brother but I will refuse to give your name any acknowledgement I haven't spoke his name in four years hmm. and it's crazy I had to think about it today I'm like damn I haven't spoke that man's name in four years but I will say Mike's name forever you motherfuckers will know Michael Jamal Topps if for those of you that watch this podcast that want to grow with us, you will know this man. I will make sure the world knows this man because he's way too positive, way too generous not to be an unknown entity. I'm doing, we are doing this for him, not just me. My This success that we're going to have. Because we are going to be successful. Because the whole purpose of me doing this podcast is to make sure that this is our only job. We're getting paid enough as to where this is our only job. So Vince can enjoy his life outside of the pod. I can enjoy mine outside of the pod. I want to have... I want to be able to make sure that we can do what we want to do and still enjoy our families, our loved ones, the women in our life, our girlfriends if we have them. <coughs> like, I want to, this is why I do this. And I'm like, damn, what are we going to talk about today? And uh, and then I, and then it hit me. This episode is for Mike. 
Now, we're going to talk about our normal shit. But this particular episode, this is for Mike. In fact, that's going to be to the title of this episode. For Mike. This is for Mike. I normally don't do this. You will never see me do this again. Give the way the title of the episode. Because we normally discuss this after we're done recording. But I'm pretty sure if all four of us was here today, we can all agree this is for Mike. I had to give a moment of silence for my bro. Now, with that being said, because Mike knows me, let's bullshit. <laughs> because Mike will want us to bullshit. So, I'm going to put a smile on my face. And let's prepare for some bullshit. However long this conversation may go. We're not doing another four-hour episode. Fuck right. about it. <laughs> Fuck that. Harold, I love you. But no. Mm-hmm. Editing that bitch was a bitch. Oh, I actually found a new program as to where I could combine the videos. Oh, okay. I just got to know the chronological order. So, I'm like, I ran the program. That's what took the last episode so long. But... I know people was probably wondering why we didn't pod last week. Well, I got sick. And, um. In the head. No, they knew that. (laughs) Way before. (laughs) (coughs) I can't stand you. It's a good good thing you're sitting down. Anyway. I caught the common cold. And uh, for their protection, I didn't want to be around them sick. Yes, they have to deal with my jokes and shit, but I was really sick. I was vibing and I probably lost about five pounds that day. I could hit the round of applause. Oh, that's fine. The journey of a thousand miles starts with one step. These are my friends. (coughs) (coughs) These are my friends. Oh, boy. Well, you know, it was actually kind of uh, convenient that... That we didn't pile last week. That we didn't didn't pile last week because... Uh, the next day, I was doing a beta test for my memory course. <coughs> and okay. I, I think I did pretty well. I'm, I'm still waiting for the, uh, the feedback for it to see what things I have to improve about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think I did a pretty good job. But that has nothing to do with how well I did. Mm. So again, I'm waiting for the feedback so I can improve. No, I hear what you're saying. I mean, how long did that class last? Uh, well, it, it, 
I'm still putting stuff together, but that particular one was an hour and a half. Um, I'm actually, I mean, and that, I, I, I gave a, a tasting of a little bit of different skills. And if I actually do the entire thing, one, I, I did like three different techniques. And, but it was the beginning of my, I didn't go through the entire set. Mm-hmm. But it was enough for them to get an idea of it. Okay. Um, ideally, and I have a lot of other um, techniques and, and such, um, but for that, it would probably be about an hour and a half for one of the techniques. But I did a little bit of three, so they can get a an understanding. Well, not an understanding, but like a an example of a lot of the different techniques. Okay, I get what you say. Yeah. Okay. But at least you want to do your shit. Hmm? I had fun. Well, that's good shit. Definitely need to have more fun. For real. We all need some fun in this motherfucker. I can even hold you. Yeah, I was just making sure your levels was right. Oh, man. So, probably like, I think it was three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, maybe five weeks before, like five weeks ago, I was at work. And uh, I was walking past some guys and they had like this uh, a menu. I was like, oh, what's that? It's a um, well, it was a menu, but it was for this uh, one place, and they have um, gourmet egg rolls. Mm. They have uh, chicken and beef, and I think they have some shrimp ones too. But they have like jerk chicken, garlic parmesan. I think I know this place you're talking about. Yeah, it's good. It's very good, you know. And I, I got like one of each of the chickens, and they were all tasty. Uh, next time I go, I'm probably gonna try the uh, beef. But no, they were no, actually. No, those are some. Good, I think I know that place. That's a good ass place. Egg rolls. I love that place. Yeah. I haven't been able to go over there and eat there because the jerk, <coughs> they had jerk chicken. If I didn't say that already, but yeah, it was it's good stuff. Yeah, that's the first one I tried because I had the jerk chicken egg rolls and I had an Italian beef egg roll. Yeah. Wait. <coughs> I know they had a gyro egg roll. I didn't, I didn't see the Italian beef, but okay. They had, yeah, they had an Italian beef egg roll. Okay. Last I checked. Oh, right, because I didn't do the beef stuff. Okay, yeah, I got it. Yeah, the, they had an Italian beef egg That shit was fire. Their jerk, their jerk egg rolls are probably their best. I love their chicken egg rolls. But, yeah, I, I have to go back up there because, mm-hmm. like I said, I missed that spot. And, I, and you know, I... I'm an occasional fat ass, so why not? And we are looking for sponsors. If you would like to sponsor us and advertise on our show, all you'd have to do is contact Dontavious, right here, this guy, and through email or phone or whatever contact information he puts in the uh, description. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Thank you. Yo, this is the first time you actually did that and we didn't say some fly shit. Oh, that's fine. Well, no, because, I mean, we're talking about stuff. And, you know, hopefully if someone hears about us talking about the gourmet egg rolls and look around and 
you know, I mean, we're not going to say the name because I don't know how that works. But, uh, you know, hopefully they'll hear it's like, oh, man, they talked about our egg rolls. Maybe they'll sponsor us. I would like to get sponsored by them. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, hey, I support businesses. God damn it. And if you have a good restaurant, I don't mind cracking, ordering your food, cracking it open in the middle of the pie. Mm-hmm. And oh, no, they, they, they got some good stuff. Yes. I will definitely tear some food up. But yes. And we're not going to do a podcast mukbang, but no. Mm. That would be not nice. Yet. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. With the right sponsor, <laughs> we would do a podcast mukbang with your food. That would be dope. Well, Macho can't participate because he, well, he could. And he has, they have vegetable egg rolls. Oh, shit. But it's only like one. And I'm saying like, you'd have to be, you know, however that goes. But, you know, no, they have vegetable egg rolls. Pretty sure. I would definitely do that. Yeah. Oh, shit, they busting the music. Uh, oh, yeah. See the temperature? I know. It's like, what, 70, 80 or something? Yeah. No, I, I think it's supposed to get up to like 81 today. It's about as hot as Jessica Alba outside right now. That's hot. Damn right. No, no, we we have to bullshit today. Mm-hmm. Especially with what's going on with this world. Now, we're going to have this conversation again. Because I want all four of us to be here to have this conversation. Mm-hmm. But, I'm going to have this conversation with you. Because I like your perspective. George Floyd. The verdict. What were your initial thoughts? Well. (coughs) So. I don't think that. I don't think that he killed him. Okay. Okay. I do, however, think he didn't make him living easy. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, explain that. I get what you're saying, but you know, yeah, people right. hear that. But so, how dare you say that? Easily, I I dare to do a lot of things. Nevertheless, um, so. When he had his knee on him, mm-hmm. he didn't have it in a position where he would cause him to die. However, he did put him in a situation where, like, no, like, regardless, if you're relaxed and you're just on the ground and someone's, like, on top of you, you could cause him to pass out. Um, you could cause him to get agitated because no one really likes being in those positions. Mm-hmm. You know? So he probably... It's a good chance, and I don't know, I wasn't there, but I I, I do know how it how it feels to have. Well, that's, that's not really gonna sound right, but nevertheless, I do know what it feels because I used to wrestle, and so if I'm saying you know, oh, if you're talk, I used to wrestle too, so I yeah. know what you mean. Yeah, so if someone is on top of you, and I mean it's it's a little different if they're like on top of you like this, mm-hmm. but like if they're on top of you and they have all of their weight on top of you, that's not comfortable. And, I mean, and me personally, I would be doing everything that I could to get up. And they're going to be doing everything they could to keep me down. Which is going to keep going back and forth. 
he was probably expending a heck of a lot of energy. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't well, I, I didn't see him really struggling to get up, but he didn't look like he was perfectly calm either. So he probably exacerbated, I'm not even sure if I'm saying that word right, but he probably exacerbated himself to a point where he caused extra damage. However, the police officer was part of the reason why he was in that position. So while, like, I, like, what, what, what was the verdict exactly? Was it murder or manslaughter? Manslaughter. Oh, oh, yeah. So actually, then yeah, I actually, think, it was accurate. Honestly, when I heard the charges, I was like, okay, it makes sense. Yeah. This, that's by literal the law. That's what he did. Yeah. He was just reckless in his behavior. Yes. Now, when I looked at the video, I looked at it from all angles. There were times where his knee wasn't on his neck. Well, as far as I could tell, it wasn't. But if there it, were times where it was directly on his okay. neck. So, hopefully, because I'd, I'd have to look through the entire thing. Hopefully, he had it on his neck and he, it's like, oh, crap. You know, because, I mean, me personally, if, if I, regardless of whatever... The police would say it's like, oh, you're supposed to do whatever you can to keep the person down. Right. Right. I'm not gonna. I'm. Now again, I'm not a police officer. And at the same time, I'm not gonna put somebody in a position where they're gonna die. I. I mean, if I, I don't, I, w- I wouldn't feel comfortable doing that. So I would do my best. I would do everything I can to subdue him, short of putting him as, in a position where he'll die. Right, and I do get the whole idea that um, police will do everything they can to make, make make sure that they get home to their family. You know, which sometimes means the other person doesn't get home to theirs. Now, I don't agree with that because ideally, there's a lot of situations where you shouldn't even be bothering people. Like, and I don't know if I said this before, but there was one time I was I was a. Uh, I was, it was early in the morning, I was going to the bus, mm-hmm. and I saw some police officers go up to a, um, go up the, and <coughs> go to the door of a neighbor of mine. I'm like, looking, it's like, okay, sure. So I'm just, you know, because normally, first thing in the morning, I'll jog towards the, the, um, the bus. Mm-hmm. And I, I get, like, oh, maybe like a block away, and the police pulls up, and I'm like, what is going on? I mean, I, you know, it's like, oh, hey, well, we saw you and you were running outside without a coat. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, well, yeah, you know, it's kind of strange. Okay. <laughs> I, I was just trying to figure out, like, okay, and I'm like, I mean, you know, whatever. And it's like, so what's, what's going on? I'm going to the bus? I mean, I, I'm serious. I, I don't know exactly what was happening there. But it's like, oh, so, yeah, I do this all the time. It's like, oh, okay, so it's a ritual. I said, yep, and I just kept walking back towards, you know, the bus. But I'm like, that wasn't even necessary. Like, I... Yeah, case y'all hearing now, I'm posting on Snapchat because oh. podcasting is therapeutic. Oh, so I'm just saying, you know, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. 
it, it was just like, okay. I mean, it didn't really bother. Well, it bothered me as much as like you're slowing me down to get to the bus. But it was more like, okay, it really didn't mean anything to me. Other than I was concerned about getting to the bus. So I didn't miss it and everything. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying, because like, I mean, you know, whatever. But, yeah, I don't know. There's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of times when police put themselves in situations where it's not even necessary for them to be there. And I think that's one of the issues that people have with police officers. <laughs> I mean, does, it, does that make sense? Right. Like, because there are a lot of times when they'll be, they'll say, hey, wh- what are you doing? Mm-hmm. I'm walking down the street. I mean, I'm just talking about me, so but I mean, there are other... Right. No, what I'm saying, but there are other situations where there's no reason for them to even get into the situation. And then the thing is, they'll, they'll say things like, oh, hey, man, I'm just trying to do my job. And it's like, yes, in this interaction, you're getting paid. I'm not. You're wasting my time where I'm trying to get to my job, where I'm trying to go home and spend time with my family. There's no reason for you to be interacting with me. I mean, it's one thing if, you know, somebody actually does stuff, but if they see someone and they think they're suspicious, <laughs> but they don't have any probable cause, they just like, oh, they, they don't look right. Like, okay, they're, I mean, no one looks exactly the same, so no one's going to, I mean, whatever, man, but, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It was random. No, I get what you're saying, but it, it it goes to the conversation that we just that that I opened up opened the door to, which is the uh, the George Floyd case, which looking at the charges is what he did. I hope his sentence is uh, reasonable and um, lengthy. I thought that he may no get no more than ten years. Maybe not even that much. I'm thinking between 5 and 10. I'm thinking between 5 and 10 because, like I said, it's a it's a lot that you can argue with that case. Some people say he wasn't completely on his neck for that long. Some people say he was. It's, the facts is he was found guilty. He has to be held accountable for his actions. And unfortunately, I wish he acted a lot better in this situation. Because once the guy is cuffed on the ground, there's nothing else you can really, there's nothing else you can do. He, he's subdued. You don't have to put any weight on him. You don't have to do anything. All you have to do is stand there and just pretty much wait. See if you're going to charge him or not. That's it. That's all you really got to do. And, uh... It just says a lot. And I see people with this uh, phony outrage these days. Like, for instance, the, what was that girl name? Uh, her, I know her last name is Bryant. Okay. I think it's Michaela Bryant. I think so. I think her situation. She was wrong. Yes, absolutely. She was literally stabbing people. Cut that crap out. Like, listen... They say, could have got a taser. I agree. She didn't have to have a knife. She also didn't have to have a knife. 
And the, the But at the same time, I agree with my bro. If someone is stabbing people with a knife and I have a clear shot, I'm going to take that shot. And I, I do find it interesting that, you know, she's going around with a knife, getting ready to stab people, and no one's saying anything. But as soon as she gets shot, oh, I can't believe you just shot you just shot her. Why did you do that? Because she was stabbing people. That's not normal behavior. It is not normal behavior. It is not civilized behavior. Don't do that. My, I mean, my good, I mean, oh my God. The, the, the fact that someone has to tell people that stabbing people is not, it's not safe. It's not civilized. It's, you just, one, and, and, and what if the other person took the knife and, and, and slit the girl's throat? Then what? What are you going to do? I, I can't believe that you killed her. She was trying to kill me. Right. I mean, I mean, where else are we going to go with this? Now, not only do I hold her responsible for her actions, I got to hold the parents yes. responsible. They were just standing there. They were just... All of that could have been avoided if they were better parents. Yes. What the fuck are you standing there for letting them do this? The, the, you could have saved that girl's life. Yeah, the, the, the thing about it is that anything that she was, part of what she was came from her parents. I'm not talking about the genetics. I'm talking about her attitude. their, their attitudes, behaviors, their, the values that they had. She got them from them. I mean, she probably got them from her friends too. But the majority of the values and everything that she got, she got from her parents. So I'm trying to figure out... Like, There's a lot they, of children out here that's a reflection of their parents. Man, anything... The, the fact that she got killed and the fact that she was stabbing people is on the parents. That is a fact. Man. Uh, yeah, they par- her parents need to be held in a higher responsibility than what they were. Yes. Because they just fucking stood there looking dumb and shit. They could have said, hey, the stop. Don't took, do that. And then the father took place, took part in it. You fucking idiot. Why? You contributed to your daughter's death. If you cared anything about your daughter, you would have pulled her ass off to the side and knocked that knife out of her fucking hand. You have the strength to get her. Oh, no. Because you're not supposed to hit women. Fuck out of here. Says who? Says, well, a bunch of women. Fuck out of here. However, if he had done that, she'd still be alive. So so you shouldn't hit a woman even if it means saving her life? It's interesting. Right. Okay. Feminism. No, fuck that. I'll slap the shit out of Caitlyn and Bruce. The fuck is wrong with you coming at me with a knife? These motherfuckers don't realize there's more women putting men in graves than men. Specifically because don't hit women. Hell, do we need to talk about Johnny Depp? Never mind. Are you fucking serious? Bitches like her is the reason why I encourage knocking you out. They're not gonna believe you because you're a man. Well, I'll be. Let me punch your fucking teeth out now then. You're gonna charge me with it. 
Might as well. Hmm. I'm a firm believer in what Tommy Sotomayor said. A bitch that won't equal rights will get equal lefts. Now, I'm not saying wake up in the morning, take a piss, and before you shake your dick, elbow your bitch. I'm not saying that. Was she standing there? I mean, are you going to leave the room, elbow her, then come back and shake? I mean, what's up with that? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, but you leave her a trail. No, no, no. Drip drop. Any who's it. I'm not saying that. Oh, okay. I'm not saying do that. At least wash your hands first. You and then he'll go to the He can't avoid a bitch with dirty hands. That's disrespectful. <laughs> no. But I'm a firm believer in self defense. I'm a firm believer in keep your hands to yourself. That is true. Don't touch anybody. Don't touch me. Leave Please. me alone. If I'll you, leave you alone. Right. If you disagree with me, let's talk our disagreement out. And if we can agree to disagree, we can go our separate ways. Nobody has to be touched. But if you think touching me is a good idea, I hope you have a good enough dental plan. Because... Out of the 32 teeth you have in your mouth, you're bound to lose 12 after I hit you. So please, keep your fucking hands to yourself. Man, woman, tranny, I slap all three of you out your shit. I don't care who you are. You know, I would really like to know, out of the women who think it's okay to hit I mean, how many anyone. of them still got their fucking teeth? Well, no, no. I'm, I'm just like, why do they think it's a good idea to hit? I, and I said this before. Why do they think it's a good idea? And obviously, I'm only talking about the women who think it's a good idea to hit men. Why do they think it's a good idea to hit someone who's most likely three times your size? Now, it's one thing. If you're bigger than the guy, okay. I mean, yeah, you're a bully. But the thing is. When you're going up against someone who's three times your size and you know that they're not going to hit you back, you're still a bully. What is up with that? Her name is Micaiah Bryant. Oh, okay. okay. No, no, that is true. But there are women out there that really think that they can hit a man as much as they want and he's not going to do anything because she's a woman. There's got to come a point in time where women got to start accepting responsibility for their actions. Me personally, I'm a man of peace. If a bitch say, you know, let me scratch that word bitch out. If a woman says that I hear her, the next three words better be from the back. Because I have no intent of putting my hands on anybody. I want to, the only time I want to feel my woman is when I'm giving her a hug. Giving her a good ass slap, high fives, dap, anything that involves positivity. Sex is the most positive feel you can get from a woman. And I enjoy that feel. I don't want to feel anger when I see a woman. I want to feel pleasant. I want to be able to talk to you. I want to be able to understand you. I don't want to be able to grab a chair and go upside your shit. I don't want to do that. 
That's my type of woman. Right. I don't want to sit here and like, like, I don't want to think of a finisher maneuver I got to do to my bitch as soon as I get home. Like, man, it's well, Thursday. Well, no, you do want to finish her. I want to finish her, but not in that matter. I don't want to come home and be like, damn, should I give her ass the rock bottom on a sharpshooter today? Or I want to come home and be like, damn, dinner ready? I'm going to wash dishes and then I'm going to bust her coochie wide open. You see what I'm saying? I want to be able to come home to a nice dinner, wash dishes for my lady, and proceed to have a plate of vagina. A healthy helping. With quality licks. Proteins. Electrolytes. It's electrolytes in pussy. Y'all don't understand. I love the electrolytes that pussy gives me. It's like, man. Like, man. Man, vitamin vagina? That vagina vitamin? You like vagina vitamins. Pop you one every time you get. You love vagina vitamins. Those vagina vitamins, boy, they give you a boost. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, they uh, helps, the, to, helps to give me a, a real uh, pick-me-up. Yes. Yeah. Yo, get you some coochie electrolytes, y'all. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Please. Man, I really need to do that. If, like, women are too precious for this bullshit. I want to love you. I don't want to fight you, bitch. I want to be able to enjoy your company. I don't want to argue with you. A lot of women don't understand that. A lot of men don't want to argue with your ass. We just want, we're with you because we see peace in you. We don't want to come home and the one person that can calm us down is the one person that's frustrating us the most. You know, I was watching, uh, Invincible. Okay. And what what was uh, Invincible's girlfriend's name? You know? I forgot her name. Well, that's fine. That's fine. She was a horrible person. Horrible. Horrible person. So you're saying that you knew that he was out saving people's lives and you were pissed off at him because he didn't tell you. It's a secret identity. The, the thing is, it's, it's like you don't understand. Oh my god! So, and the thing is, I was looking at this, and I'm like, why don't I like this lady? And I'm think, oh my god, oh my goodness, this is the same behavior that an ex of mine had. And I'm like, wow. I mean, obviously, I'm not a superhero, so it wasn't like that. But there would be situations where I would quote unquote do something. And I, I probably did, there was something that I did, although it was never something that I did specifically to piss her off, mm-hmm. but I did something and she was pissed off by it. <laughs> so I'm saying, you know, whatever. Whatever. And she would get angry about it, which, okay, fine, she gets angry. She would stay angry for it for two weeks. Jeez. And then when she stops being angry, magically within a day or so, I would quote unquote do something else. And she would be angry for another two weeks. And I'm thinking, like, why are you angry 
for two weeks in a row for one thing that happened. And the thing is, I'm, I'm const- I was constantly in a state of despair. Like, why is it that I'm constantly doing? But I'm like, wait a second. There's no reason for you to be angry for two weeks. And it's like, obviously, I'm saying like, oh, you can't, you know, control people's emotions. And I'm like, yeah. But if someone does something once and you're mad for it two weeks after that, that's on you. That's no longer on me. Because I'm, I'm saying like, and the thing is, it was stuff like, okay, when I was younger, I was like, uh, I would, I would always be like, a, if I was doing something, I'd become engrossed in whatever it is, and I would lose track of time. Mm-hmm. So there were times when I was supposed to go. There was one time when I was supposed to go to uh, Great America with her, but I lost all track of time, and she was pissed off at me for two weeks after that. And the thing is, it's not like I didn't want to go; it's that I totally forgot about it up until that point, and then I, I go there. After um, after school, after I got out of I was um, I was going to college at the time. When when I got out, I went to see her, and she said, "How come you weren't here?" I was blah 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 blah. I was like, "Oh crap!" I'm, I mean, I was. Nevertheless, nevertheless, she would be mad for two weeks after anything that I did that she didn't like, and I'm like, "Well," and then at the time, you know, she was like, you know, well, she she was really important to me at the time. Mm-hmm. So I was doing everything that I could to make her feel bad, but I was pretty much miserable. But I actually did appreciate being around her, and it made me happy. But mm. she wasn't happy by me being there. She wanted, you know, me to do other things. I mean, whatever it was. I mean, I don't remember exactly what it was. The stuff that she wanted me to do is just, you know, like she made me happy by just being there. I, apparently, I have low standards. Whatever it is, <laughs> but I was—I was. She made me happy. That was it. But apparently, I had to do all this extra stuff to make her happy, which is fine. It's just that you know, I mean, I'm—I'm I'm, I'm an easygoing person. I—I I don't really, you know, like a lot of drama and everything. And and we didn't have that much drama except for the whole two-week anger thing. <laughs> the two-week anger thing. It was so. It, and I was thinking there was something wrong with me, and no. It, well, I, I mean, it, it, I guess it, it, at worst it was a combination of my psychology versus her psychology, and the interaction between the two caused all that extra stuff to happen. But, I mean, I'm, I was pretty chill. Right. I mean, I'm, I, I'm a bit energetic sometimes, but, I mean, for the most part, I'm pretty calm and chill. So, it, I'm pretty sure... Like, if I'm not mistaken, she said the reason why she thought it was a good idea to get with me is because I was always smiling and was in a good mood. And then proceeds to fuck it up? Pretty much. Like, the reason why I was always smiling and in a good mood is because I felt good all the time. But if the person that I care about is constantly mad about things that I did, you know, like there was one time where... It was the morning, so it's like, did you want some breakfast? Like, all right, cool. I went to this place to get some breakfast. She didn't eat pork. So, it's like, all right, cool. I'll get one with bacon and one with sausage. It was like, you know, uh, eggs. You know, it was an omelet and some uh, hash browns and bacon or whatever. Mm. So, I opened, like, the little thing up. It was like one of the the metal things, like the Mm -hmm. metal plates with the top, open the top up. And I took out her, uh, her sausage. And, and she got mad at me. Like, 
She's like, well, why'd you take my sauce? It's just like, because you don't eat pork. I've actually tried to get you to eat pork and you won't eat pork. Like, what, what, what's happening here? It's like, well, it was, it was my sausage. I, I didn't say, I, I, didn't, I didn't, you know, it's like, but you don't eat. You. I, 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 I literally just bought you breakfast. And you know, she, so she, she gets really angry that I took the sausage that she wasn't going to eat. And she flips it in the air and gets all over my room. And I'm like, I'm looking at her like she's crazy because at that point, it's like, are you, what, what, whoa, whoa, what's happening here? And I just like, I picked this stuff off the ground, off my bed, put it back in, pushed it over, and I continued eating and she was probably expecting me to like get really angry about it. And I'm like, well, I mean, you didn't mess my food up. Like, so I just finished eating. She can't get mad at you. you sh- what you should have did was like, well, that's my sausage. I said, like, well, this is your sausage too. Put your mouth on it. Shit, bitch. Well, no, it was, well, cut it out. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, no, but um, before I crack that joke, the thing that I was about to say was it's amazing how there are women out there that think violent violence is going to help a situation in a relationship because there's too many women out here that's encouraging slash his tires or break his windows or bust his shit up because he cheated on you. How about this? Make better dick decisions. Yes. I mean, there's no, there's almost little to no women that's encouraging other women to make better dick decisions. No. I mean, because okay, so I was actually, uh, I, 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 I put a comment under a, a post about something on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know what it was. Um. Um. Well, one of my uh, Facebook friends said, uh, you know, a lot of uh, black men don't like single mothers, but you keep making them. So, or sort of something like stop making them. And I said that uh, you almost never make good decisions when you're thinking using lust as opposed to looking to, I mean, choosing, you know, who you're going to be with using lust versus finding someone with good character. And the thing was, I was talking about men and women. I, I was I was vague intentionally. It's not just women who look for you know the, the hottest guy or whatever. Men are doing that too, and they make really bad decisions. I know a girl right now that's shallow as hell. But it's like that's so normally, and I've I've just found this based off of. I mean, it's not like a, I love her, but she's shallow as hell. It is not like. Um, I've, I've done any research studies on it, just observation. I found, I'm saying, I found that really attractive women, and men for that matter, mm-hmm. will think that they're owed a lot more than, well, they'll, they'll, they'll think they're owed, well, they'll, they'll think the world owes them. Or, or better yet, it's not even so much that they think the world owes them, they're accustomed to getting their way because there's this thing called pretty privilege that no one wants to talk about or handsome privilege that no one wants to talk about. The more attractive you are, the better and the more likely you are to get treated better. 
That's just true. I mean, that's that, that's the main reason. That's true as fuck. That's the main reason why there are so many celebrities that are hot. I mean, there are some celebrities that aren't as hot. The majority of celebrities are overly hot, men and women. That's just the nature of the way it's set up. And that's the reason why. And in our... Kind of like what's happening to Johnny Depp? Yes. You know, like, people tend to think that if you're attractive, that you're smarter. If you're attractive... There's I mean, a lot of beautiful motherfuckers that's dumb. Y'all oh, no, no, definitely. never watch Kelly Bundy. No, 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 that's true. The thing is, I'm not saying that that's not the case. I'm saying they think that they're smart. They think that they're uh, better at stuff. They think that um, they, they, they almost feel compelled to do for the attractive person, you know. Mm. And the thing is, they're so accustomed to this happening that when someone doesn't do that, they actually get angry. I remember when I was like, man, I must have been like four or five. There was a um, lady that would give me uh, a bag of potato chips whenever I would come in. And it's like, oh man, thanks. And it, it got to the point where I thought me going in was the reason why I got the chips. And so, <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like she would just, you know, whatever. And so one day I went in and I was expecting a bag of chips. I mean, I'm saying like it was the, the pattern, you know? Mm-hmm. And she said she couldn't give them to me today. And I got really angry, grabbed the bag, and popped them. And I remember this, you know. And my father, he said, okay, I'll pay for them, you know. And I'm actually surprised he didn't, you know, smack me or something. (laughs) You know, because I'm pretty sure at that point, while I don't necessarily think it's okay to hit kids, I just don't appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I do, but that was in his wheelhouse, so he could have. I'm surprised he didn't. I'm just saying, right? You know, but I was entitled at that point. I, or at least I thought I was, you know, and I acted accordingly. Small children also have that where people just want to, you know, take care of them or you know whatever because you know they're they're you know little kids, right? You know, so but some people grow up and it transfers from them being you know small children that you want to take care of and, you know, just do for. And when they get older, it just transfers as they, you know, have a different type of attractiveness. And they have all these either guys or girls going after them. And so they never really have to worry about relationships because they don't really have to, you know, fight for a relationship. If they just, you know, turn left, you know, (laughs) it's like, oh, I'm in a relationship. I mean, you know. I but, wish I could turn left and be in a relationship. Hey, yeah. Oh, shit, she's hot. Right. Relationship. Yeah. You know, but the thing is, there's this thing that happens with men and women. The top 10% of men get 90% or not like 100% of the, of the women. Like 100% of the women want the top 10 men. The All the rest of the men for the most part, are willing to go out with any of them. <laughs> but the top 10 men get access to the, like, 90 or more percent of the women. Honestly, if I was in that top 10% of men, I wouldn't want the top 10% of women. 
because it seems like those type of women come with a a lot of baggage, b a fucked up attitude, or it's just like what Kanye said: the prettiest people do the ugliest things. I don't want that. And maybe it's because in my sapiosexual mind, I want to know the person's be personality. I don't give a damn if she's beautiful or not. Your mind is going to amplify the beauty. To me. This is just to me. Because mm-hmm. like I said, I realized I was that when, when I was younger. A female... I was in more into physical features. But then all it took was one female where I didn't see her face, didn't see anything from her. And all we did was talk. And for five years, every single day, we would talk two to three hours at a time. Our very first conversation was three hours. And before I could see her face... I knew her as a person. I knew her ups. I knew her downs. I knew what I agreed with. I knew what I disagreed with. And when we ran into each other, she was beautiful. Now, I'm, I was, like I said, being beautiful is one thing. When I know who you are as a person, it makes, the, it makes looking at you a lot easier. So, and that was with her. And I realized I felt more comfortable getting to know a female through conversation than any sexual act I could do with her. Well, you know, it's interesting. A, a lot of, um, well, the women who say it, there's, there's a certain group of women who will say, oh, you know, I don't want to, uh, like, like men are so shallow. They, they only go out with, you know, hot women. And I'm like, well, that's what they're attracted to. Not every man wants, you know, well, okay. It's a good chance that every, well, the majority of men are at least attracted to attractive women. They may not want them, but they're attracted to them. They understand what beauty is. A man understands whether or not you're just good for a fuck or you're something more. Mm-hmm. A man can sit here and make that decision like, yo, I'm going to just fuck her. Well, I guess what I'm saying is that the first thing that people see is what you look like. Mm-hmm. So it's not like... I'm going to go grab a water real quick, but I'm listening. Yeah. It's it's not like, you know, we, we go out of our way to just look at you. It's like, if you're walking down the street and you see a beautiful woman, you mm-hmm. see them. It's right. not like you're able to... It's not like you can project your personality out there before you see someone. So if there was some way that we were able to project our personality out to people, like before we're able to see them, like what, what, he, what he found out when he was talking to her on the phone, then we probably wouldn't have that situation. Oh, sorry, Cole. We probably wouldn't have that situation, but that's not the way it's set up. We see people first, and then at some point, well, you know, and the thing is that there was, there have been plenty of people that I had seen It's like, man, she's pretty, you know, and then, you know, later on I find out that, you know, she was, you know, cool and everything. Oh, okay, she's cool too. But, you know, if I was able to find out that she was cool before, I mean, either way, 
you know, however it goes. It's just that... Did you get one more? I'll get one later, it's fine. Okay. Um, but the thing is, it's like... That's literally how it works. If, if you see someone, you see how they look first. <laughs> so it's not, like I said, well, you know, I'm just rambling again, but... No, you, know. you speak it, no, you you saying some shit. No, you, no. Just like there are females out there who wants a man that works hard and gets big money, but gets mad when he works every day. Especially when the uh, the the lady is accustomed to a certain level of luxury, and she's being afforded it by him working. Right, I'm not. Like, I'm not saying that I can't provide for you unless I work. Right. It's not like. I'm in a position as to where I can wake up and make a million dollars. I'm not in that position. I have to continue to work in order to get there. Mm-hmm. But there are women out there that don't understand that in order for me to provide this lifestyle for you, I have to be away from you. I have to work. I have to bring home this bread. And when I got time for you, I got time for you. I'm going to make sure I spend that time for you. But don't make me sacrifice what I'm doing for you. Because the minute I get lazy, guess who's the first mm-hmm. person bitching? Because mm-hmm. your lifestyle is the same. Mm-hmm. You are. The female's the first person complaining about your lifestyle. You just a broke boy. You used to get money. Bitch, mm-hmm. you told me to slow down so I can spend more time with you. You ain't making me no money. Right. Unless we got OnlyFans, bitch. Right. Put your mouth to good use. Instead of bitching, suck my dick. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Don't play that game. I'm up here trying to work. I'm trying to get money for us. I'm trying to feed our kids if we have any. I'm trying to make sure that for the next good bazillion years, we're eating. God damn it. Till this world explodes, we're eating. Like, I don't know. Let me work. And when I come home to you, I'm going to give you the time, the allotted time. But I must work in order for you to live good. How about you do some work so it can be easier for the both of us? Mm-hmm. Instead of bitching, how about you work as hard as me? So we can build something together. Yeah. But, but there's women that don't do that. And understandably so. But come on now. Like I want a woman that works just as hard as me. You know it's interesting. There are a lot of uh, women who. And this only applies to women that do this. Right, the good women can sit here and listen to what we're saying and say, that is a fucking fact. Hmm. Um, the women who do this shit will probably argue to the death. And guess what? They ass probably single with four and a half baby daddies. Fucking cum dumpsters. Hmm. So, if... Oh, so, oh, it's not all. Well, that's why I said the, the specific group. Right. I mean, that, yeah. So I, I was... I, listen... I'm going to say this every time. 
I don't know the percentages. I just know it's not 100. Hmm? What was you saying? No. So, there are women who will work and get a really good career. Mm-hmm. They'll go to school, they'll get, you know, masters, bachelors, whatever, associates, whatever it is. They'll mm-hmm. get various degrees. And they will, you know, get up. They'll be super smart. They'll have a lot of degrees and everything. They'll have a lot of money and everything. And they'll say, I, I have I have, all, I'm, I have, all this stuff in school. I have all this money. How come no man wants me? That's not what men look for. That's what women look for. <laughs> for some reason, women think that, or at least the women that do this, they think that this is what I would want. This should be what, you know, they would want. But that's not what most women want, men want. The thing is, like, if, if you're, I mean, well, it's a little different for me. If, if you have, if, if you're, I, I would love for someone to be smarter than me. I'd appreciate it. I mean, I don't know how they feel, you know, because I'd always be asking them questions mm. and, and learning from them. But that is great. I'd, I'd appreciate it. And, but, what I'm saying is, most men, that's not even an issue. That's like saying, hey, hey, look, I, I, I can draw the letter X. I don't care. That, that, that's the equivalent of you saying that you went to school and you make a lot of money. I, I can draw the letter X, so. That's not something I'm looking for. <laughs> you know, I'm saying, it's not. You know, it's just like if, uh, um, if, 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 if a man was to be like, was, well, I, I, see, the, the, the correlation doesn't quite work because a man would want a woman who's hot and mm-hmm. who was really good in bed and probably a bunch of other stuff, too. But I'm just saying, it is, I can't speak for all men, you know. Right. Uh, I, I, I will say a woman probably does lo- appreciate a guy who's hot and who's good in bed. So that's something that I guess both sexes can, you know, you know pay attention to. Right. But... Men don't really care if you went to school, for the most part. I mean, I think it's kind of cool, but I think I'm, I'm, cool. I'm not every man. So, sure, I mean, me neither. I mean, you know, whatever. Like I said, I'm a man, and I said I'm a sapiosexual. That means I have to actually have a conversation with you to even be attracted to you. A lot of men don't know how to do that shit. Hmm. But it, you know, it's funny. The, oh man. Um. Who? Uh, so there are a few things that will, I guess, turn a woman on against her will. Oh, wow. Um, well, actually, there's several things that will turn a woman on, quote-unquote, against her will. Like, basically, she's not planning on it. Um, if... Like, conversations go in the grade and not know where your dick is in the mouth? No. Okay. No. no. I mean, she will become aroused... Off of things that do, that shouldn't make you aroused, right. but it's kind of a side effect by the way that the the nervous system works. So if you if you well, I guess they don't do it anymore. But if if you tickle a woman, that will activate certain parts of her that would lead towards her being aroused. That's one. Two, fear. Explain that one. Well, 
not, I, I don't know if continuous fear would be it, but like, you know, like shock. Mm. And there may be some people. Like when they date the bad boy? That, yeah, part. Yeah. Or like the gangster? Yeah. I mean, but not, but I'm, I'm not even talking about that. That's actually more continuous. What, what I'm talking about is basically someone sneaking up behind her going boo or whatever. Like, you know, whatever. Oh. Like that actually causes arousal. It's not. It's not a. It's not a, uh, it's not a conscious thing. It's, it's actually, you know, part of the way the nervous system works. But that is there. So, but like you said, the whole bad boy thing—that's part of it. Like they, they, they—they're basically not safe, or at least they don't feel safe around them. No, they feel safe. Well, no, but they also don't feel safe. They don't. Say they, they don't they, right. Like, like basically, it's it's, it's basically. Like, like I can oh. do some dumb shit, and he'll probably fuck a whole room up for me. Pretty much, but I, I probably, you know, should be. I, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna come at him a certain way because he might whoop my ass. Because he might whoop my ass too, right? You know, um, but yeah, that's part of the draw of the bad boy. You know, but no, no, yeah, I get it. But shit, I'm too much of a good guy to pull that type of female. Like, for instance, I will never be able to date a black woman. Never. I haven't dated a black woman since 2004. Okay. And I've tried. Not just by being myself, approaching them with respect. And that's where I fuck up. Hmm. <laughs> because every time I try, it's like I get looked at as a corn because I speak well. I I I will I have discipline, thankfully enough, because my father's been in my life. And I I I wanna treat my lady with respect. And I work for a living. I don't have any kids. I work. I'm working to to be able to have a family one day and I would love nothing more than to have a black family but it's damn near impossible because I get looked at like a corn but back when I was younger when I was thugging it oh shit no I don't want to be that guy I want to be able to go up to a chick and say, hey, how you doing? My name is Octavius. Nice to meet you. Is there any way I can possibly get to know you? I want to take that approach instead of, hey, girl, bring your thick ass on over there. You thicker than a bulletproof glass in gas stations. So the issue with that is that the type of man that their mother was with was the type of girl was the type of guy that you were so it's you know it's kind of like the type of guy that her mother was with and not necessarily her father mm-hmm. but the type of guy her, her mother was with was the essentially initialized in her mind that's the type of guy that I want to be with hmm so low battery what was that on? Oh, yeah. Damn. Fuck it. Yeah. 
So basically, that caused her in her mind that became her lock. Mm. So when you were when you were thugging it out, you were the key that fit her lock. But since you changed your personality, the key doesn't fit. Oh, it fits. All she gotta do is open up. No, mom. Wrong, wrong key. Wrong key. Oh, oh, wrong key. Are you sure? Yes. Yes. Vagina vitamins. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but no, I'm saying like, they they like what they like, and they get what they get. Right. So, like I said, and when I realized that, I stopped chasing, and I stopped chasing, and I stopped simping. And then um, after that. I realize me being currently who I am as far as my personality attracted every other race of female instead of my own. And that's because there are women out there that's outside my race that say why are you single? Hmm. And I'm like I'm doing something wrong. No, no, you're not. At first, I th- that's at first what I thought. But then, you know, after spending so much time adjusting myself and realized that me being me was perfectly fine, mm-hmm. I tweaked a little bit. Mm-hmm. Of course, nothing's ever perfect, but you can get it close. And I feel like who I am now, today, my only imperfection is my weight. As far as who I am, mentally, and and this goes back to the help that you've given me, I, I feel like I'm in a way better place where I'm prepared to date and learn how to be a good man to somebody. It's this one girl I'm talking to right now. Well, I'm not talking to her yet. Does she know you exist? Yes. Okay. Okay. No, we've actually collabed on a podcast together. Oh, okay. And we're scheduled to collab again. But every time I talk to her, I I get a boost of energy, positive energy, as to where my day can go great regardless of what happens. Because just... uh, even a couple seconds of talking to her, okay. I get a boost. It uplifts me. And I was like... Low battery. And that's what I look for in a female. I, I look for the boost. Hold on, I'm getting tired of this goddamn thing saying low battery. Oh, fuck about your low battery, bitch. Shut up. Shut up. This is what happens when a female talk. Up. No, just kidding. <laughs> no, but um, when I talk to her, I get a boost. I get this boost of positive energy. And it's always a good vibe with her. Nice. Like, I, ch- I literally, one day I talked to her and she made me change the aura of my apartment. Hmm. Because every time I walked in my apartment, it felt a little dark. And I'm like... I gotta do something different. So one day, so when I bought my vacuum, 
My, I remember my brother telling me, he says, when you vacuum, you're taking all that negative energy out your carpet. Because my brother's a firm believer in energy and, and what you give to this world, in which I understand as I got older. So me, when I vacuum, I take all the week's frustrations with it. It's almost like the exercise you gave me, except I physically do it, and I see it going into the dust. It's dust now. I'm getting rid of this energy. And when I clean my vacuum, guess what? I collect more negative energy and get it out of here. Into a, the trash can somewhere. And that's what I do. She made me change the aura of my apartment. When I walk in here, I'm much happier now. Now that I switched my energy, and it started with talking to her again. And me and her ran into each other over a decade ago. Hmm. We can't, and we were off and on with conversations. And she got me. I compared her to a 70s, 75 degree day. And I said, you are like a 75 degree day. Because you, on the outside, you're beautiful. It's a perfect, it's a perfect day. On the outside, you're beautiful. You're clear skies. And then all of a sudden, this breeze comes by. That's your personality. Chill, relaxing, soothing. And I'm now, mind you, Vince, I was high out my mind. Mm. But I couldn't say it sober. I've thought about this. Of, I thought this way of her for the longest. I just never could build up the confidence to say it. When I got high one day, and I watched her podcast, and my energy changed... That's when I let her know how I felt. And uh, she responded by saying, oh my gosh, you made me blush. I felt on top of the world. Because like I said, I enjoyed talking to her. And she was on Snapchat. She was looking real good. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I just gave her my number. I didn't even ask for hers. I just gave her mine. And the reason I gave her the number is because if she wants to talk to me, she would have to initiate. And it's because she wants to talk. I didn't beg for her number. I'm not going to ask for her number. But when she ever she wants to talk to me, you have my number, you can reach out, and I'm more than willing to carry out a conversation with you. Because my, my crush with her is all mental. I'm in love with her mind. Her physically, she's a knockout. She is. But I'm more interested in what her mind is telling me. And I'm like, yo, I haven't felt this way about a female in a while. 
Now, part of me wishes that she was a black woman. She isn't. But then there's, there's this other part of me that says, Donnie, you shouldn't care about her race as long as she's the right woman. Yes, you would love to... Yes, I believe in black love. But also be believe in the right type of love. You know, there are a lot of people who would say, you know, how come you didn't uh, go out with a, uh, a black girl? How come you're with this girl of this other race? And so when I was going after, you know, whoever, and they kept turning me down over and 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 over again, And I'm not the only person who experienced this type of thing, but, you know, whatever. Uh, Listen, I done got rejected more than a nerd on prom night. And uh, when you go out with some... When actually, you may not even initiate it. They initiate it. And they're good with you. Why would I... I, I'm not a dumbass. That's why. Why would I say no to that person? Right. Like... Someone who does something and they do it the same way every time and they keep getting the same result, if they keep doing it the same way, they're insane. Second definition to insanity, bitch. So, what? No, for instance, it, nothing warms my heart than when I sit here and got rejected so many times by, the, by different women. No, 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 no. And then my last relationship, she approached me. And I was so fucking shocked because I was like, I don't know what to do now. Hmm. She likes me. What, what, what the fuck do I do next? My last relationship was the relationship I learned the most from. And which I'm going to talk about another person who's out my life right now. Betsy Rivera. You will know her name too because I loved that woman more than anything in this world. I love her. I love her family. And unfortunately, January of last year, she died. I found out through a Facebook Live funeral. And they were singing. And the cameraman had turned and I seen her in the casket. That shit broke my heart. One thing Luz taught me, which is her nickname, one thing she taught me is um, when a person tells you who they are, believe them. Hmm. She taught me that. She taught me how to love women differently. She taught me how to appreciate women differently. I learned so much from that one relationship. I spent the past 15 years fixing who I was. I've been single for 15 years. She was my last relationship. I wanted to give her a ring. She had other plans. She decided to move on. I hated it. It hurt me. But I respected it. She ended up finding her dude. They're married. Happy. Unfortunately, she passed. Do I miss her? Yes. 
Do I wish I had the time to tell her I love her? Yes. But she taught me a different approach with women. And because of her, I switched it. I'm like, damn, I was good with being me. So let me upgrade me. Instead of trying to be this thug nigga, let me take all the characteristics that make Dontavious great and amplify it. That's my neighbor. So yeah, that's that's all I really wanted to do. And the, this current girl I'm talk I'm conversing with, like I said, I'm not approaching her yet, but I'm being more straightforward with her. Does she listen to the podcast? Yeah. Okay. Hello. What's up? Yeah, we're we're yeah we're scheduled to do a collab together, oh. and I'm nervous as all hell. That's why. Cut that out. Huh? Cut that crap out. Being nervous? Yeah, cut it out. It's not necessary. We'll talk after. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah. And, um, I'm, I'm, I would like to court this woman. My intention is to try to date this woman. If she turns me down, I will be 100% okay with that. Because I know I put up an effort this time. Whether I succeed or not, I'm in a place now where I can accept rejection. Because I I, I even told a female this. When I approached her, she said, you're not my type. All right, cool. I walked away. She was looking like, that's all right. No guy just walks away. Said you weren't interested. What do you want to do? Keep harassing you? Get out of here. So, she comes up to me. She says, you just going to walk away? So, what am I supposed to do? I'm not going to call you a bitch a hundred times and insult you. You said no. That's all I needed. We move on. She's like, you serious? I'm like, listen. Listen, lady. No. If you can't accept the two-letter word that's a part of life, you cannot accept the four-letter word that is life. No is a part of life. Nobody on this earth is going to always say yes to you. If you think that's going to happen, you're an idiot. (laughs) You're going to hear 20,000 more no's than you hear yes. It's just the yes comes with a greater reward. A million females have said no to me, but the one that says yes will maybe my wife. So I uh, I understand this woman. You know I got the fucking number after that. Hmm. I'm like, all right, you fucking Jesus, nigga, bitch. <laughs> I was so mad. Why? You got to... <laughs> I, was so, I was. I didn't want to take this back. What the fuck? Uh, that I was... approached you. Mm-hmm. You said no. Mm-hmm. I walk away. Mm-hmm. You come back. And off the strength of the fact that I said I accepted your decision 
You want to overturn the call. So, that's um, part of the reason why she did that. At least from what I'm understanding. Part of the reason why she did that was because you had a stronger frame than she did. You, you blew her frame out of the water. Because she was expecting you, she was expecting after she said no, for you to say, oh, you know, what's up and blah, 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 whatever, whatever. But when you walked away, you, you blew her frame out of the water. She's like, wait a second, I said no, and he walked away. He's supposed to, I was expecting him to do something else. Like, wait a second. <laughs> no, no. You fiend. Right, how dare you? You know? And so because of the fact that, you know, it was also like the, there's a certain level of confidence that you have to have in order to um, talk to her the way that you did about about that. So that's part of the reason why. But, I mean, be like that sometimes. <laughs> yeah, you do. You be like that sometimes. I don't know, man. I Like I said, I'm just... I'm in a place now mentally with your help. Because y'all got to understand, so I will always give this man praise for improving my mental stability. Like I said, I'm back to giving friends their flowers while they're still here. Friends ain't, he ain't going to leave this earth and not know how I feel. Period. So, it, it, this, this, is, this is a new me. And because of I'm running into people like the girl that I like right now, she's making it easier for me to express positivity towards others. She has made it easier for me to do that. That's good. Without even necessarily get motivating me to do it. It's just through her conversation. That's real good. <coughs> and I love talking to her. So, like I said, I'm fine with her saying no to me. Mm-hmm. If I can keep that friendship, that's better than anything I can ask for. It's just, I'm crushing. I'm a sapiosexual by nature. I love her mind. And I want to be with her. But at the same time, if she say no, cool. Yeah. Shit. We still good, right? Like, cause I don't mind shooting my shot and miss. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna shoot my shot. Now I'm not gonna yell Kobe mm-hmm. because I would have to make that shot. So I'm not gonna yell Kobe. But I'm going to shoot my shot. Now, if I make that shot... Shoot the James. Shoot it! Right. Now, if I shoot that shot and I make it under my breath, I'm like, Kobe. <laughs> Just to validate it. Kobe. Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Because, you know, I'm trying to get some essential vagina vitamins. Listen, it's electrolytes and good coaching. Oh. Y'all got to understand something. Good pussy comes with good electrolytes, vitamins, minerals that will help improve your attitude. Invest in good coochie qualities. 
like we really need to discuss good coochie qualities. Like having an open mind. A logical mind. I was. But I say, you know what? I'm going to take the higher road. (laughs) Right. You? Yes. Okay. Now, back to coochie electrolytes. Part of having good coochie electrolytes is a well-balanced diet. She just so happened to be a plant-based vegan. So, asparagus pussy is awesome. Okay. Now, does it (laughs) taste like asparagus? No. Oh, okay. But the effects of the asparagus? Yes. They say it tightens it up. And there's nothing like sticking it in. It's tighter than the anti-ass crack. How would you... No. No, I'm not. I don't know that. (laughs) But at the same time, the smallest ass crack has to be an ant. What a mosquito. They don't necessarily have a mosquito. Wait. That's a good question. Or a gnat. I've never seen a gnat. Exactly. <laughs> this nigga spitting. I'm not even gonna hit the soundboard. <laughs> this nigga spit. I'm not even gonna hit the soundboard. You know this is the first time, the first episode where I don't use the soundboard. I want to use it now. Fine, I'm gonna wait till the end because it's about the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. No, I, no, but outside of that, you got to have a good mind. You got to have a positive attitude. And what, and you got to have a, a high spirit. Like, I like women with great spirits. And that's all a part of having good coochie electrolytes. Because the more positive you are as a woman, the more uplifting you are as a woman, the more you carry yourself with a certain respect, those coochie electrolytes is going to be awesome for the man who enjoys the fruits of his labor. And I want to be able to enjoy the fruits of my labor with a great female who has great coochie electrolytes, vitamins, minerals, God damn it. You know you like coochie electrolytes. Don't sit here and do this. You got a whole jar of coochie electrolytes sitting on your dresser by GNC. (laughs) Get coochie electrolytes at GNC. (laughs) See, now now we're going to get sued. Come on here. Get out of here. Goodness. What if we what if we don't get sued? What if it actually works? Okay, see, this is what's gonna wind up happening. We won't get sued, but they'll pay us to never mention their name again. I can cope with that. Yeah, I, I can do that. <laughs> I'll be okay with that. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm like, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm one hundred percent okay with that. 
Um, Gucci Electrolytes. So, what, uh, any video games upcoming that you're planning on getting? Right now, the current video game I'm on is MLB The Show 21. Okay. I'm enjoying that game right now. Uh, I do look forward to the Mass Effect remastering. Nice. Yeah, because I've played all four front to back several times. And I'm glad they're remastering it. I I look forward to that. There's a few other games that's coming out that I look forward to. But I haven't got a PlayStation 5 yet. Because I really want to enjoy these games. And I stick to getting my PlayStation 5 exclusive. Like, I'm a big fighting game fan. I look forward to Guilty Gear. I look forward for the, I think, the new Nier Automa. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I look forward to all of those. <coughs> it's a few uh, it's a few on my list that I'm looking forward to. What about yourself? Um, well there's a few that I'm waiting on. There's this uh there's this game that was supposed to come out back in the nineties uh, called BioForce for the for the NES. Mm-hmm. Still hasn't come out yet. I'm still waiting no, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> um, no, but seriously it never came out. It was supposed to come out like and I think there might be a a, like a, a partially finished ROM somewhere of it but I, I was really looking forward to that game when I was a kid and nothing but you know whatever um, no actually I'm I'm waiting for when they come out with the uh, DLC for, for Cuphead there was supposed to be some DLC it was supposed to come out last year Cuphead is by far the most difficult game I've ever played yeah it's fun it's fun as fuck. And the thing is... It's it, almost Battletoads difficult. Oh, no. 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 <laughs> no. No. No, 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 no. <coughs> like, Battletoads also is fun. Incredibly difficult. Like, like the, the like I'm actually pretty good for almost all the stages. And I haven't played past... The, uh, the 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 jet ski one. I, I mean, I've I've gotten so close. It's like, nah, I man, I'm too. I'm okay, it. is it as difficult as the third level of Lion King? No. Cuphead. No. Cuphead is difficult as fuck. No, it is. No, I'm, no, no. I'm not saying it's not difficult. What I'm saying is, if I play it long enough, I get through. And and sometimes. But you gotta die at least two hundred times. That's fine. See, once I... No, but see, see, the thing is, technically, Cuphead is easier than the harder games. For this reason. You don't have to wait that long to get back to the point where you were going. Like, pretty much, you start... I mean, the, 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 the stages are have a certain length, but for the most part, you start right away. You don't have to wait through all the extra loading and stuff. Now, and, and also, the, the, um, the stages aren't that long. That's I mean, true. technically, they're not really that long. You just have to... You, you just got to go through some shit. Right. No, no. You know what? You are correct. One game that's on the level of Battletoads difficult is Dark Souls. Yes. Although, like, there aren't going to... I mean, for the most part, there will never be games harder than the games before the NES. I don't even know women that's that difficult. No, but serious. Like, there were games... That were so hard, but they were made hard specifically 
so that because they were arcades, but they were made hard specifically so you so they get your money. But you know there were there were those people who were so good and were able to find like all the little tweaks of it, so that they'd be able to you know they they knew like all the things like basically it's almost like they were um like I would think that it would be like our resident you know uh, uh, fighting game expert. Mm-hmm. You know, I would think it was like him, but that same skill set for Atari type stuff. This but, is the point where I kind of wish Harold was here because Harold mm-hmm. is a gamer, mm-hmm. and all he does is play on the hardest difficulty. Yeah, that's all he does. Well, yeah, because I mean, it's so. Well, one thing I noticed about him is that he is uh, he's he's very similar to me. He likes a lot of stimulation, and the harder the game, the more stimulation he'll wind up getting from it. The, the more he'll have to. Shift his uh, mind around in order to get to where he needs really to be. One of the first times I met him, this motherfucker was playing. I think either Metroid or uh, or Tetris. Also great game. On hardest difficulty, mm-hmm. and I remember I think this motherfucker almost threw his TV out the window because he was raging. He get he he rages and then he'll get back up and play the shit again mm-hmm. on hard. I'm like, Harold. You haven't learned, have you? He says, no. I like the full experience of the game. See, the th- so th- there's going to be two different camps, like, probably multiple different camps. <coughs> like, so one of the things I like to do is I like to play on the easiest s- skill level so I can get a much better understanding of... See, the, the, different things happen depending on how you play. If you play from the easiest skill level, like you go through all the tutorials, you find out everything you can, you will be able to get to a point where you're able to do some pretty cool stuff on the easy level. But then you get, but then you go up a, a rank and rank and rank and rank, just like with the martial arts. You learn all of the, the, the footwork, all of the attacks, um, and so on and so forth. But then... You describe how I play games. Yeah. But then you wind up, so, but you know, like, and some people might actually practice just certain moves so they can get those good. Mm-hmm. And then... That's the, what Joe does. Right, no, and that's the way it should be done. I mean, that's how you get good at stuff. Joe is an ill motherfucker yeah. fighting game. Yeah, and the thing is, you practice all the pieces first, then you will, um, so you'll, you'll have, like, you know, the weight, and you do it in a situation where it's the, the best possible scenario. Like, you know, with the, the, um, the training part, or you, um, like, or you, you um, like, have, like, a, like a, um, an emulator, and you have it set so you're able to, you save it at one point, so you. This is the part that gives you the most difficulty. So you got up to that point, you just keep playing that part over and over again until you get it down, mm. right? And then, but you get the pieces down. Then you get to the point where it's like, okay, so what if this happens, or what if that happens, and so on and so forth. And then you get to the point where it's like, okay, now it doesn't make a difference what happens. Like it's already in my neurology. If they do this, I already know what to do. I, I come up with new things to do out of it, you know. But it's like if you go to the hardest difficulty you actually generate a totally different set of skills, right? Mm-hmm. You actually, to a certain extent, you actually, it's almost like you you cause your brain to get overclocked, right? Mm-hmm. And you have, it's almost like you're, you're, you're using your unconscious mind to fight for you, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like, it, it, it gets to the point where you're fighting at such a high level of difficulty that you almost have to go unconscious at a certain, to a certain extent, in order to progress, because like if there if there was a game, um, well, I guess a learning game, that came out in nineties, two thousand 
2000? No, it had to be the 90s. Mm-hmm. It had to be the 90s. So, somewhere in the 90s. It was called Think Fast. Gosh. One word. And it was about improving your reflexes. You just showed your age. Well, I just showed my age because I know that game too. Well, yeah, but the thing was, it was a... Uh, it was... I don't think it was DOS. Well, it was a Windows game, but, I, but anyway. But the thing was, it, it, it checked your reflexes based off of different things. And you can get like really, really high, but the thing is, it was it would like flash on the screen so fast that you couldn't do it consciously. You just kind of had a knowing that it popped up and where it popped up, mm. you know. Now, I, I didn't play it when it first came out, you know. I played it years later, years later. you know. But the thing was, when I, when I found out about it, I think they stopped making it. Oh, wow. So I had to track down a copy from, it was all crazy. And the thing is, right now, I can't even play it on modern computers. I have to play it on, like, Windows XP or something. Get an emulator. I have to play it on, that actually a virtual machine, but, yeah. Oh, okay. Because it wasn't a console game, it was a computer game. But, I mean, regardless, regardless. But the thing is, that, he would probably love that game. And it's not like it's a whole bunch of extra stuff. It's actually, like... And with his ADHD, yeah. It's, it's, it's a pretty simple game. But the difficulty is it happens so fast on the screen, you know, you can't consciously know what it was. To a certain extent, you almost have to guess. And once you get to a point where you're guessing correctly, you're actually getting it, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. You know? I get what you said. There was uh, another game. Like, I, I had actually gotten a bunch of the games they had for the DS that were, like, teaching games like Brain Age... Uh, Brain Age 2, Big Brain Academy, and a bunch of those, because I like that type of game. There was also uh, two games, uh, well, actually, a few other ones. There was uh, Left left, left Brain, Right Brain, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Left Brain, Right Brain 2, where you'd actually do things with one hand, and then you'd flip the screen around, and you draw things with the other hand. And it gets to a point where your left hand, or your right, whichever hand you write with, your, whatever your dominant hand is, that that's the, the target. And then the um, other hand is the hand that you use that you want to use to get better. So eventually, if you do it properly, you'll wind up becoming ambidextrous. And there was another one called uh, something Gamma Wave and uh, Beta or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to... Um, it was supposed to... It was supposed to make certain ways of thinking better. Mm. I, I haven't played that game in years, but I did appreciate them. Mm. You know, and then at some point they combined both of those into one, so it's actually two games on one DS game. But, but I'm just saying, like I, I really like those, and he probably appreciate those if he hasn't played those already. But it's not a whole bunch of extra stuff, but it does help the brain to go. Mm. Yeah, he probably would like that. Shit, you gonna make me game after this? Hmm. No, like game gaming, podcasting for me, doing music. It's all therapy. The all therapy. This is therapy for me, especially with the week that we had. Hmm. Even though you may not have known them as well, it still affected you to yeah. a, a certain extent. But yeah, this is this is therapeutic for me, talking to my boys. And, and I want us to be in a position as to where we get paid. Now, I'm about to end this podcast. Now, normally, I would hit the two 
sound effects. But now on, since this is a new me, new outro. Okay. I'm going to say a name. A series of names. Because I can't name all my friends right off the bat. But every episode, I'm going to say a name of a friend or a family member. And I'm going to let them know I love them. So this is at the end of every podcast. I'm going to give people their flowers. And the reason I'm doing it on the pod. Because after I'm long gone. You can go back to this episode. And know how I felt. Because it's forever here. Mm-hmm. Until YouTube or whatever takes it down. And you can download the video. But this is my new outro. I'm going to say some names. I said some earlier. But I just want to know. I just want to let these people know that I love you. Vince. Ricky. Macho. Cody. Charlie. Dave. Dave again. (laughs) Um, Andrew. Russ. Pavel. Gigi. Amanda. Tracy. Lisa. Keisha. And that's all I can think of right now. No, 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 no. Armetta. Fabiola. Aisha. Tierra. Asia. Those are the names that I can think of right now. Trust me, every episode I'm going to do this. Or at least try to do it every episode. Just know the names that I said, I love y'all. I appreciate you. And um, that being said, let's end this pod. Okay. You know what, fuck it. Put your pussy lips on live, I'll give you a thousand dollars. We out, y'all.